Well, I've got 27 days until we are supposed to go to Barbados, and I am worried every single day that something's going to be happening. And oh my God. <laughs> what was I trying to say? <laughs> something's going to be happening. <laughs> oh, God. It's been way too long since you freaking ran away. <laughs> wow. Um, that the something bad is going to happen. Do you understand the words <laughs> that are coming out of my mouth? I don't un- even understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. actually been that long because I had a couple of episodes in the can, thank God. Um, For those that don't know, the COVID got us. So since January 1st, it's been, and what day is today? October? (laughs) I don't know what day it is. (laughs) It's Nifty Magazine Day. (laughs) Um, January 16th, 2020. There's a calendar right next to my fucking face, and I couldn't even tell you that. So I'm still COVID drunk or COVID-esque or I don't know what I am anymore. I've been home for two weeks and I'm going a little cray cray. Anyway, welcome back to the sip list. I'm Amanda, in case you forgot, because I haven't been around. And I'm joined by one of the other two Podmigos, Casty B. What's up, Casty? Woo! Um, evidently not the Philadelphia Eagles, <laughs> not the New England Patriots. Ugh. Patriots got ass rape last night. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm just going right there. Thing happened to him today too. It was not. It was not a good showing last night. I mean, no. good for the Bengals. They haven't won a playoff game in what, like, thirty years or something like that. Uh, Thirty-one years. It was I something like that. Said. It's a so, long freaking time. But damn, Patriots, come on. And yeah, I'm really not trying to get an update on what's going on. Yeah. CBS and then right. my friend that I love, Scooter Magruder, posted last night after the game, when the Patriots lose, America wins. Dude, fuck you. Not really, I love you, Scooter, but that was me. He's a Cowboys fan. What are you going to do? Yeah, we'll see who's laughing when. Oh, God, I hate this because, okay, if anybody knows me, they know, one, my natural hatred goes to the San Francisco 49ers. Because they are right down the road. Well, yeah, they're (laughs) literally right down the I-5 corridor. And they are our natural rival. Two, I can't stand the fucking Dallas Cowboys. And who's playing right now on CBS? Um, As I told you. And, okay, what happens if the stars align in next week? Dallas wins and they have to go and play Green Bay. Again, who the hell am I (laughs) supposed to root for? I can't. Green Bay. It's only my favorite bay. <laughs> yeah, right. I was from Friends. It is too, but oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> I know. I, um, I don't I, like 
the Bay communities in the NFL. I mean, Green Bay. Pfft. I uh, I have a cheesehead thing that I want to wear. So, isn't that for them? No, who's that for? Cheeseheads. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then good. I can wear the giant foam cheesehead I have. (laughs) Um, as I told you, Georgia's favorite football team is always whoever's playing the Cowboys. So, he will be rooting for San Francisco today. (laughs) And then he will be rooting for the cheeseheads. Both of my teams are out, so I no longer have any. <laughs> Tampa Tom's still in. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll root for him. But, he, but the Patriots are still my team. And then, of course, the Browns, because I love Baker. I guess Tampa Tom's still in there, so I'll root for him, even though Gene hates him. How can you hate Tom Brady? I think Gene just likes to push people's buttons. That's what I think. Well, I, I he think- likes to go against the grain. Everybody has hatred for Tampa Tom over um, Spygate and Deflate Gate. I'm one of those guys. uh, I get the whole, the rules were broken and all that, and that's fine. But I'm also of the opinion that like deflating the footballs did not help them beat Indianapolis that year. They were going to beat the hell out of Indianapolis no matter what. Well, and the other stuff was a franchise thing. That wasn't a Tom thing. And Tom Brady is one of the greatest, if not the greatest person to ever play professional football. Mm-hmm. He may not be the, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's objective, but you can't argue that his talent and skill are unparalleled. All right. So we are here to... um do something record <laughs> i was about to say do some sip libs but we're not there yet um we are going to be counting down our top five favorite joey and chandler moments uh because joey tribbiani and joey tribbiani and chandler bing from friends bing, bing. <laughs> are you gonna change your name no bing's weird <laughs> so chandler and joey because somebody wasn't ready to do phoebe i wasn't I wasn't feeling Phoebeisms when you brought it up. I don't know why. I think I had just. <laughs> oh, thank you for throwing the Phoebeisms in there because I so <laughs> had a reply coming. I'm always in the mood to feel Phoebe. I, I, yeah, I was about to say somebody wants to do Phoebe. Um, I think I had just watched an episode where Phoebe had made me mad, and Probably. so because I know had we moments like that where she did comes out of the clear blue and just says something. And it's like. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I know that we decided or whatever that Ross is the most unlikable person on the show, but I would argue that Phoebe is almost equal or maybe even more unlikable sometimes. I think Phoebe's nipping right at Ross's heels. You know, like the whole, oh, uh, tell him who you really went to hook up with that night. Like, Phoebe, what the fuck, man? Like, why would you throw that out there? she just says things sometimes that are and it's like oh that's just phoebe being phoebe and it's like yeah but that's phoebe being an asshole why do we have to put up with it (laughs) but well yeah because okay there's phoebe being phoebe but then there's also phoebe being an asshole yeah and little statements like yeah well tell them who you really went there to hook up with like why Why? would you why 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 yeah no there are definitely, and I had this problem when I watched Sex in the City too, um, when it was on, was that 
there were a few times where things were said that I'm like, okay, that's not getting worked out in a 30 minute episode. That was, that crossed a line that there needs to be a more serious conversation about. Like, and Phoebe had a few of those moments where I was just like, if I was friends with Phoebe, I don't know that I would have just let that go, but I'm taking it too seriously. These aren't real people. I get it. I'm not crazy. (laughs) I mean, I do still love Phoebe and we'll do a Phoebe isms, but I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I blame the COVID. I don't know. Like it, it's not like it was really going to be that catastrophic of a storyline anyway. It kind of sort of added, I guess, maybe a dimension of humor to the moment. See, I, I disagree on that one. I I can't imagine a scenario where let's say George wanted to sleep with my best friend and slept with me instead. And now we're getting married or we're married. I, maybe, it, maybe it's because I'm a girl or maybe I have some insecurities or whatever, but that would be hard for me to let go. I feel like that was one of those things that was like, okay, it was a funny moment and ha ha ha. But also in real life, that would be over the line. Like you don't do that. Yeah. But also have they not learned not to tell Phoebe anything? <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's not like this was like episode three of the show either. This was what, five or six seasons into the show. Yeah. They're always like Chandler can't keep a secret. No, Phoebe can't keep a secret. <laughs> exactly. Phoebe is Phoebe and Phoebe, uh, is, Phoebe is no bueno. Yeah. And it definitely worked out in the show. I, I love when she's like, do you know how happy I am that I didn't? hook up with joey that night he's like hey i'm a man of the cloth but i still have feelings fucking <laughs> <laughs> joey I, know. I love me. i love joey okay so we're going to talk about how much we love joey and chandler uh but first um i am actually sipping although i need to take it easy because i'm already feeling a buzz because i haven't drank wine in like two weeks i drank i think that might be too why i had such a bad headache yesterday the rona combined with I had a couple of glasses of wine Friday night because I was feeling better. Yeah, um, a couple of weeks without wine. Well, I mean, I'm now granted this is like a double pour, maybe a triple pour, but I'm already a little buzzed. <laughs> Santa's well, got a little buzz. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and like you said, it it's like it's been what three weeks. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was you my goal for this month. A lot anyway. of the alcoholic fumes from your body yes and now all of a sudden your vital organs are all way whoa, whoa, wait a minute what's, <laughs> what's happening um but i am sipping on my a costco rosé prosecco a favorite for 6.99 a bottle um casey what are you sipping on gatorade powerade water a bottle of pepsi oh okay that works too something different at least it's not my water or my Gatorade or Powerade or whatever. I have to be in the mood for Pepsi. Oh. I only like it when I'm in the mood for it. But yeah. it can be it's good. Been a long couple of days. So yeah. I honestly haven't really been feeling the alcohol. So and it's been, been a long year already. And we're only 16 days in. We were just January needs to be over. Off air. It's like yeah. February 1st cannot get here fast enough. 
Well, I've got 27 days until we are supposed to go to Barbados, and I am worried every single day that something's going to be happening. And oh my God. <laughs> what was I trying to say? <laughs> something's going to be happening. <laughs> oh God, it's been way too long since you freaking ran over. <laughs> Wow. Um, that something bad is going to happen. Do you understand the words <laughs> that are coming out of my mouth? I don't un even understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm worried that something's going to happen. So well, also I'm worried because. Like, go to New York. Yeah. New York got canceled because um, of the Rona. I'm worried because the PCR tests, which is what we have to take to get into Barbados. Um, can still pick up COVID within like 90 days of having it. So I'm like, what if we test positive for COVID before we have to go? Um, yeah. I do not want to reschedule this basically. And I was also worried about getting COVID, but now that I've already had it, I don't think that that's, you know, a no, concern, but, so but at the same time, it's like, you guys have had a lot of vacations the last two years that have all been fucking canceled. This would be the sixth time of rescheduling this one if we had to reschedule it. Um, so we are all basically in the mindset of fuck it, we are going unless unless the army drops the hammer on my friend and puts a blanket, nobody can travel out of the country statement. Um, or we test positive for COVID, we're going. I don't care what happens. <laughs> I just want to go. I'll be laying on the beach freaking drinking margaritas. <coughs> yep. In my dinosaur swimsuit. Hey. So yeah. You won't be in freaking Dallas Fort Worth. Exactly. Okay, hold on. Hey, I muted myself. <laughs> Could have blowed my nose right in the microphone. All well, right. Your video recording anyway, so it's not like people. Yeah, nobody can see me. Do it and. And I was just providing the sound effect. Nobody wants to see this COVID face. Casey can see it because he's like my brother and it doesn't matter what I look like, but I'm your long lost freaking twin. Yes. Nobody else needs to see this face right now. It's not great. All right. So before we do our countdown, we are going to do some sip lips. Now, this mm -hmm. one is a little long. It's not Nightmare on My Street long, so don't worry, but let's just, uh, Run you say through it. All of a sudden, my heart stops beating. For I me. know. <laughs> fucking nightmare on, or nightmare on my street. Fucking flashbacks. It is not that bad. Um, okay. And this one is the one with the jellyfish. So I'm going to let you go first with a type of room. A type of room. You know, like a bedroom, a bathroom, a champagne I'm room. Trying to figure out. I know exactly where. I'm <laughs> oh. Going. Go with this because this is how we do our sip libs. Mm -hmm. Um, playroom, playroom, verb yes, in 50 Shades of Gray reference. <laughs> uh, playroom, okay, verb ending in ing, fucking, I'll just get it out of the way, verb ending in ed, sucked. Was that fucked or sucked? Sucked. Okay. I figured you said fucking, so we can't 
fucking and then fuck right back to back. Why not? But okay. All right. Now, here's my word that I have to teach you about, but I'm going to just throw it in here for now. Maybe you already know what it is. Vinegar stroke. All right. Verb ending in ED. (sighs) Fuck. (laughs) Occupation. Sex worker. Adjective. Certifiably fuckable. Thank you. (laughs) Number seven. Adjective. Endowed. Um, Wouldn't that be? Yes. Like Like well endowed? Yes. Okay. All right. Noun. Um, mail order bride. <laughs> an, event, an event. An event. <laughs> Orgy. Okay, good one. Verb. We are so going to hell for us. <laughs> Wait, I don't care. Emasculate. Adverb. Crappily. Okay. How, uh, uh, what the hell is the word? Trademark 2022. <laughs> Number. All I know. Right. I popped off with one of those in the middle of the soon to be released Wizard of Oz season. Ooh, okay. Because I didn't announce it to the world, but yeah. Christmas Carol was the season three finale and Wizard of Oz will be at the season four premiere. Okay, cool. So I had to get my first trademark 2022 in. <laughs> first episode. Oh, that might've been my first one. Um, Kevin, you better be adding to the freaking list. Right. <laughs> okay. A noun. Who me? Yeah. Cock ring. Mm-hmm. A noun for me. Um, I could say whorehouse. I think I'm going to say smelly cat. Adjective. It's a friend, Siplib. You have to have smelly cat. Yeah. Adjective? Yes. Blue. Okay. Verb ending in ED. Um, jacked off. Plural noun testicles or evil okay i told you we're going to hell for our sip lips <laughs> yes a letter a because yeah all right Ad- adjective brown okay adjective Cole what cold carl that's not a that's a noun i know it is but i'm just oh brown Cold gotcha, girl. gotcha. Okay. This is a cold girl. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, adjective. Uh, damn you, George. Adjective for me. Um, flu Rona. Or is that a noun? That's probably a noun. Adjective drunk. Okay, there we go. Verb. Verb. Lick. Okay. Verb ending in S. 
fucks. Verb it. Every verb, every form of that verb in disciplines. There should always be every, every, uh, verb, every, that's not the form of fuck in the siblings, but that's not the word I was looking for. Anyway, a uh, verb ending in ing. Humping. Ain't nobody humping around. The song was in my head for so long the other day when he said that. <laughs> um, verb ending in ing. Mm. Hmm. Fornicating. Okay. We'll use the biblical word. Exclamation. Oh, God. Pivot! <laughs> okay, pivot. Yeah. Seven! Seven! <laughs> okay. Pivot. All right. Adjective for me. Sexy. Adjective for you. Ugly. I was going to say ugly because I was thinking about ugly naked guy. <laughs> and, I was just going the opposite of what you went with. Ah, okay. Last one. Adjective. Naked. All right. Sexy, Here we go. Ugly. Naked. Here we go. Okay. The one with the jellyfish. Scene. Rachel's playroom. Ross and Rachel have just finished fucking the new relationship. <laughs> oh, I know what scene this is. Okay. Rachel. Ooh, I sucked you. Ross. I sucked you too. Rachel. Ooh, I was so nervous about that vinegar stroke. But the way you owned up to everything, it just show me how shows me how much you fucked, you know? <laughs> Ross, I suppose. Rachel, you have. Ross, you should give yourself credit. I mean, my mom never thought this would work out. It was all once a sex worker, always a sex worker. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Ross, getting certifiably fuckable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rachel, I just wish we hadn't lost those seven months. But if time was what you needed just to gain a well-endowed perspective... <laughs> Cut to Monica cleaning the mail order bride in the kitchen. <laughs> Ross yelling from the playroom, we were on an orgy. Chandler entering with Joey to Monica. Coffee house? <laughs> Monica, you emasculate. <laughs> okay. Cut back to Rachel's playroom with both of them crappily getting dressed. Okay. Ross. They exactly, kind of <laughs> sort of were. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I can yeah. do this. And for the record, it took 69 people to break up this cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> of course it did. Oh, and for the record, it took 69 people to break up this cock ring. Rachel, yeah, you and that smelly cat from the copy place, which yesterday you took blue responsibility for. Ross. I didn't know what I was taking blue responsibility for, okay? I didn't finish the whole vinegar stroke. Oh, that's unfortunate. Rachel, what? Ross, I fell asleep. Rachel, you fell asleep? <laughs> it was 5.30 in the morning. And 
18 testicles. <laughs> Front and back. <laughs> oh, Lord. They go into the living room, trapping Monica, Chandler, and Joey in the kitchen. Oh, and by the way, Y-O-U apostrophe R-E means you are. Y-O-U R means you are. No, it's, it's written wrong on here. Yeah, There's an A instead of a... Your, why are you are? No, I know, but I'm reading it and they messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> you messed it up. Mean, You're stupid. <laughs> Rachel, you know, I can't even believe I thought a bit about getting brown together again. We are so drunk. Ross starts to lick. Fine by me. He opens the door <laughs> and fucks Chandler behind it. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Rachel, and oh, hey, hey, those little humping tips will come in handy when you're at home on Saturday nights fornicating Scrabble with Monica. <laughs> and then Monica says, pivot. <laughs> Rachel to Monica, sorry, then to Ross. I just feel sexy about all that sleep you're going to miss wishing you were with me. Ross, oh, no, no, don't you worry about me falling asleep. I still have your vinegar, stro vinegar stroke. <laughs> And Rachel, just so you know, it's not that ugly. It doesn't happen to every guy, and it is a naked deal. <laughs> and Chandler, I knew it. <laughs> oh, God, I love that scene. Oh, Ross fucks Chandler behind the door. Well, okay, maybe we were doing the wrong friends moments all along. <laughs> no, honestly, almost could make for a hilarious scene he gets ready to fucking storm out of the fucking door oh wait hold okay and then goes out the fucking door oh okay so that was good yes, and now was. let me explain the vinegar strokes <laughs> uh so i'm sure it's on urban dictionary but i actually learned this from the league and it is the face that a man makes the moment right before he is about to ejaculate. <laughs> Similar to the face you would make if somebody stuck a spoonful of vinegar under your nose. <laughs> oh. I thought, you were, I thought it was going to be like something like soaking your hand in vinegar and then like. No. It's no. just, it's, it's the no. face. <laughs> Thank God it's not that good. No. Uh, so basically. That would be like putting jalapeno juice all over your fucking hand and then. Ugh. No. No. The vinegar strokes are the faces you make right before, which is, like they said, the face is similar to a face you would make if somebody put a spoon of vinegar up against your nose. Yeah. Um, Taco <laughs> is having sex with a girl and there's a statue on her headboard that's about to fall over and it's about to fall on his head and it does it hits him in the face he's got this huge black eye and they're like why didn't you just move out of the way and he's like because i was in the middle of the vinegar strokes like that moment where you just don't care what happens because you're about to explode <laughs> yeah makes sense uh, so yeah. it's not as bad as the fucking cold carl Ugh, nothing is that well that's not true there are things that are worse i'm not going down the urban dictionary. no we're not doing it so 
George is already freaking kind <laughs> of sort of open that fucking rabbit hole and threatening to throw me down. And I'm, mm. you know, yeah, that, he's yeah. I'm not going there. That's too much. All right, so on to our top five. Yay. Joey and Chandler moments. Um, we didn't really define this, but to me, it's either I I wouldn't say a whole episode, but either a specific scene or quote or just moment that they have. Um, it's up to interpretation. I think we're gonna have a lot of overlap, um, especially with the honorable mentions. But I don't know how many think. Fuck me. Do you want to host this show? <laughs> You want to tag out? I am. So this has been happening to me since I got COVID. And obviously the rosé is not helping, but I'm like dropping words out of my vocabulary. Like, you know, the episode where Monica hits Ben's head and Ross is like, he's just been like dropping letters out of his alphabet. Like all of a sudden he can't remember, you know, S and T or whatever. Yeah. I I just can't put together coherent sentences. So, okay. So here's the deal. (laughs) We didn't really define what classifies as a memorable Joey or Chandler moment, but I do believe that we probably will have some overhang and um, more than likely, I mean, especially if you factor in the honorable mentions and the, mm-hmm. well, but then you have the same time that like, it's like there's always a freaking Joey and Chandler moment at some point in yeah. a fucking episode. So, so I will say my top five, there is, they bounce around between full scenes, one quote, and like one quick, like 30, 20 second moment. So it's, mine's kind of all over the place, but they're all still like you would say, oh, that's a great Joey and Chandler moment. I I think all of mine are at least a plot point or a full episode. Okay. So, um, I'm going to say we have three. I was leaning on probably safely two. Okay. Because I feel like my number one, if it's not in your top five, then I will be collecting your friend's membership to the fan club immediately because my number one is a huge, I'm not saying it has to be your number one. It could be number five. I don't even care. It could be even an honorable mention, but if this, my number one is, I think I know what it is. If it's not somewhere on your list, you will no longer be allowed to be a friend's fan. No more. Oh, well, if you say so. I do say so. Thank you very much. Well, and two, George threw a couple at me that were like, I wouldn't necessarily have considered them Joey and Chandler moments. But then once he said it, I was like, well, maybe. So I don't know. Well, So Gigi is becoming a big enough fan that he can actually help doctor up a friend's sip list. He named two. I mean, he named two like immediately that he was like, but one of them, he was like, I don't know if I would call this. Because okay. it's not really just a Joey and Chandler moment. So I'm curious to know what these two are now. All right. Well, we, I'll tell you after we're done. It's time to get after it. All right. What's your number five? All right, hold on. Let me pull up my. 
notes. Dude, I should have pulled up my notes. See, we if you just write them down like I do. Woo. I have on my phone. Um, some of these, I, some of these are so freaking close that I really don't know, I know. where I've got them on the list is the right place for them. But some of these, I'm just going to throw out. My bottom three are really freaking close, and yeah, mine too. They could honestly be in any way, shape, or form fit into a different spot. <sighs> Number five. Saying goodbye to the foosball table. Good one. It is one of the, I mean, obviously, if you're a Friends fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the main, I would say, probably top three plot lines from the final episode. Mm-hmm. With everybody going off their own direction and yeah um yeah you've got you know the chicken the duck stuck in the table <laughs> and they have to save the they chicken have to the break duck it because, yeah and they can't break it up and then monica <laughs> comes over and she's all like well what's i'll going? do it give me you can't do it she's like, i'll do it Get out of my way. She's like, I'll do it. Give me. She's, <laughs> she's like, I'll see you girls later. <laughs> yeah. And she literally like demolishes the table down to like two picks. I do love that when Chandler's like, for the last time, good game, good game, good game. And he like hit, like high literally, fives all like, the guys. The side of the heads of each one of the players. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you go through the whole entire series of the show, how many significant Chandler and Joey moments revolve around that foosball table. Yeah. So even if it's not a key element of the story, I mean, they're doing stuff while playing foosball. Your little guys are going to get scored on more times than your sister. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Which Which sister? sister? (laughs) Yes. That made my long list. It did not make my top five, but I did consider that one. That's a, it's such a sweet moment. It is, uh, well, and it and they have a lot of those. Well, and I can't necessarily reference, but to me, there are three pieces of furniture that the Joey and Chandler relationship revolve around. That foosball table is one. And the other two might make an appearance in this list. So let's not talk about it yet. That's why I wasn't bringing it up. <laughs> okay, good one. Good one. So you're number five. Okay. Um, yeah, this was really hard. Like I said, my number five is one of the moments where like, if you're going through the entire series and you're just like, oh my God, Joey is just, a fucking gem this is one of those moments um uh, the episode is the one with the lottery and it is when joey breaks the wishbone and wishes for chandler to get the job instead of for them to get the to win the lottery like i almost cried in that moment it's just one of those moments where you just realize how pure and sweet joey's heart is that 
He wished for Chandler to get a job above all of them winning like a multi-million dollar lottery. Not that his wish made any fucking difference in the outcome, but still. He's like, don't tell Monica, she'll cut your head right off. <laughs> well, no, but then you get to the final moment as the credits are rolling at the end of that episode and what happens. Literally somebody comes running down the street talking about how, I don't, know, I don't even remember what the prize was total that they won, but it was like, I just won $50,000 and I found my lottery ticket on the street. After Phoebe dumped them. Yeah, and they all turn around and look at Phoebe like, you realize that was probably our fucking ticket. Exactly. Um, and, and I only really put that at number five because it's probably my most, well, I have one other one that's really sweet, but I mean, Joey, God, he's just such a good friend. He's naive and he's a womanizer, but God damn, he is a good friend. Like who does that? So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I should have brought up almost a year ago when I kicked your ass in the debate. But I didn't because well, I'm, if I had had Joey Tribbiani, that's one of the ones I would have brought up because I had a counter. Believe me when I say when I prepared for that debate, I had a counter for every possible Joey thing you might have said. Well, and let's be honest here: you're a master debater. I am not a master debater. That's unfortunate <laughs> for you. <laughs> uh, okay, so that one wasn't in your top five. I'm guessing. No. Okay. All right. Well, what's your number four? My number four is the first appearance of a hilarious Joey Chandler moment. And it is entitled, well, it's not the name of the episode, but it's from season nine, episode 13. Fixing Joey's eyebrows. <laughs> yes. It looks like a little caterpillar chasing his mama. <laughs> so for anybody who hasn't watched, I you basically Joey gets his eyebrows waxed in order to get an acting gig. But after going to the salon, he chickens out when he realizes how painful it is and leaves after only getting one eyebrow wax. <laughs> he goes to Chandler seeking help. And after some teasing remarks, Chandler fixes his eyebrows so that they both look somewhat normal. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, Joey says that was pretty. That was a pretty girly hour we just spent. We should probably go do something manly to make up for it. But being the close friends that they are, both look at each other, and Joey says, "Curl my eyelashes." <laughs> I love when Chandler's like, "Okay, I will help you, but you cannot tell anybody how, why I know how to do this." Right. Because it's all part of Chandler's masking his beautician skills that he learned from his dad's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, um, so that one made my long list as well, not my top five, but yeah, that is definitely a good one. Because <laughs> it's like, what two guys like Liddy? each other tweeze each other's eyebrows and like you know basically get out of it without making fun of each other because they're both humiliated <laughs> oh yeah no uh yeah i occasionally will get right between mine taken care of but yeah not nah, i'm not going over to my best buddy's house and be like hey here's some yeah. 
Do my fucking eyebrows. Right. For right. real. Uh, okay. Number Good four. Morning. I don't know if I can do this. Now that I'm looking at my list, I'm like, well. You have to. We're in the middle of a top five. You have to make a number four. Okay. Fine. My number four is from the episode the one where Eddie won't go. And it is when Joey moves back in with Chandler. So there's a couple of, and it's basically all the same scene, but obviously Eddie comes back to the apartment. The door's locked. He knocks on the door. Chandler opens it. He's like, I live here. I'm your roommate. And he's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I already have a roommate. And he opens the door and Joey's sitting there. I had the best, just like the crowd, like the best response to seeing Joey sitting there. Like it was so heartwarming and sweet. And then of course the conversation they have after about, you know, I'm not just moving in because I have to, I mean, I have to, but this is like, you know, and they hug and then they dance. They're, they're dancing it out always makes me really happy. So. So we can revisit more of this topic here in a couple entries. Okay. Because I'm not Is that your number one? No, it's not my number one. Okay. But it there is more to this storyline that will probably is it, is it the whose eggs do you like better? <laughs> okay. <coughs> That's fucking hilarious though. Yeah. You you can't like more than one kind of egg. <laughs> No, but I lo- I just that moment made me so happy. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I already have a roommate. He's lived here for years. <laughs> well, he's like, no, that guy moved out. I think I would remember that. <laughs> point, Joey was moving out, or Joey did move out. Right. And when the whole move out happened, hence the had no indication that he would consider moving back because his career was starting to take off and days of our lives and all that i need to just shut up because this topic may come up again here exactly hence the the your guys are going to get scored on more times than your sister (laughs) yeah fight for the foosball table so yeah i love i just love that moment in that episode and it's a good i went for a little bit more of touchy-feely moments clearly yeah well and the fact that we didn't really know that that was coming. And then all of a sudden the Barker lounger spins around and, mm-hmm. and Joey's Joey just sitting, sitting there. there and it's like, hello. And yep. it's like, yes. Yeah. And that's how I reacted when I saw it. So I was like, yes, Joey's back. And then, you know, Eddie, cause he's such a psycho. Like he's like, Oh, okay. I must have the wrong apartment. My bad. <laughs> which is uh, ironic because see you pals <laughs> when you watch a certain spinoff of the friends tv show named after a certain subject of this top five list um his nephew's father is played by the same guy who played eddie really but he's uh, not playing uh, eddie right no it's not eddie i don't remember that okay but no, that his, guy is on. Um, his dad is. Gotcha. The guy who plays Eddie. He's a good actor. I <coughs> he's, 
he's on the equalizer right now and he's really good on that he's he's just a good like funny quirky actor but he was really good as eddie <laughs> yeah he asleep with my girlfriend and then he killed my fish <laughs> it's, it's okay the goldfish cracker <laughs> that's not a goldfish that's a goldfish cracker <laughs> all right what's your number three all right here we get deep into the joey and chandler relationship okay it is the love triangle with kathy oh okay okay see i don't really unless you're talking about how they make up i don't that's the whole arc of that whole oh i mean because you get the whole temptations and all of that Mm -hmm. from the beginning where you know you can tell as a fan watching that something's about to happen between Chandler and Kathy because you know Joey's just dicking around with Kathy and Mm -hmm. blah 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 whatever and then they end up cheating on Joey yeah and Joey finds out and he's like you so crossed the line you are so far over the line you can't even see the line (laughs) yes the line is a dot to you yep and then you get like an episode or two i think it's one episode where you know they're obviously they're joey can't stand even be around chandler he's threatening to move out Uh, the thanksgiving episode (laughs) the one with the box and Chandler's calling him up on the phone, trying to get a chance to apologize. And mm-hmm. he tries freaking, he um, tries calling as a radio call-in mm-hmm. contest. And Joey's all excited. And then they ask the question, who is the roommate that is totally broke your yeah. heart? And he's like, mm, just click. But I love how he keeps answering the phone. And he's like, oh, Oh, like he's so, like the second time he answered, he's like, hello. And then, and like, the like, last time, it's like, stop calling me. Damn it, quick call. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it's Ross. This is and Ross. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. Did Chandler's been freaking blowing my shit up and I can't get freaking two seconds to myself and blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, okay. I got Chandler so, over here. He's like, well, I've got Chandler sitting right here. And he's like, like, well, I love that he's like, I don't know why you're lobbying so hard for Chandler. With him out of the way, you could be my new best friend. He's like, you know what I'm going to do this? My first act as your new best friend? Get you to talk to Chandler. <laughs> yep. And um, then obviously, you progress through that, you know, like the whole Thanksgiving and they're getting ready to do the holidays. And, and they're in the box. He's in the box. With Secret Santa and everybody draws everybody's fucking name and joe joey decides that for punishment for chandler he can because of the him getting trapped in the entertainment unit that chandler can now sit in in the box (laughs) big crate and pay his penance in there and obviously jokes and hijinks aside Mm. chandler keeps joey had reasons they were threefold (laughs) yeah and you get to the point uh, finally at the end of the episode kathy is knocks on the door and they let her in and 
she was all like, well, I'm going away. Yeah. Because I can't come between two friendships and blah, 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 blah. And and then we find out she's the fucking devil. Yeah, exactly. But anyway. But she's standing at the crate saying her goodbyes to Chandler. And there's a mm. little air hole that Chandler like- sticks one finger up and just kind of sort of sadly bows it. And Joey basically emotionally breaks down. Oh, my God. Open the box. <laughs> and he's all like, Merry Christmas from your secret Santa. Yeah. At the door to go catch her. <clears throat> and then he turns around to everybody else that's left and he's like, okay, who had Chandler? Because yeah, I, I need to trade. <laughs> I need to trade. You know, the thing about that plot point that I didn't like, which I realize it's just a show and they had to do all this whatever, but when they're in the coffee house and they're like, you know, if you had just told Joey how you felt, knowing Joey, he would have just stepped aside. And they're like, he's like, why didn't you guys tell me to do that? And it's it's true because yes, Joey would have done that. And uh-huh. and B, why didn't they tell him to do that? There was like five episodes of him pining over Kathy, literally coming over to Monica's almost in tears, going, Can I sleep on your couch? Because he's hearing them go at it. Like, yeah. why didn't somebody just tell him to do that? Because Joey would have been like, Oh, okay. I mean, he was dating yeah, two girls care. at the same time. Like, he didn't care. Yeah. I, but, no, I, and then, and then people are not the sharpest knives in the drawer yeah and then after they when they break up and ch- they're all like it's like it's okay you don't have to be sad kathy didn't cheat on all of you well except you and then they hug <laughs> didn't yeah. make my top five but i love that moment too when they're just both like yeah okay and they hug each other <laughs> oh that's a good one okay for you yeah i didn't include anything like that because it the, those moments made me sad even though they worked out so well and we've seen this before with some of my other lists where my entries kind of sort of can weave through the emotional yeah waters of whatever all right my number three is the obvious one that just get out of the way it's and this is one of the ones where i was like does this really count but i'm gonna go with it anyway and it's Joey marrying Chandler and Monica. And you have to even think about that one. And the, the, well, yeah, you can't not. I mean, that's the have... ultimate friends move, like yeah. to both of them. So, granted, it's not just a Joey and Chandler moment, but I still counted it because it's like, you know, I mean, damn, it's amazing you know, that he got to be the one to do that. <laughs> it's about giving and sharing and having and receiving. And <laughs> I'm glad he didn't say that. <laughs> and have and receive. <laughs> yeah. But what he does actually say is really beautiful and, and very sweet. And it's just such a good <coughs> moment. So, yeah. I don't think a whole lot needs to be said about that. I think it's, no, it speaks I, for yeah. itself. So. Now I'm getting worried. Yeah, we're down to like the final two and we don't have one yet. But I think that your number one is either my number two or number one because I haven't decided which one's which yet. So, Well, you could be nice. And when you find out what I put at number two, just go ahead and stick yours at number one then because you'll know that the one that you're thinking is my number one. Okay, well, let's see if that's true. My number two 
is the other half of your number what was it four okay the one with eddie yeah and it basically it joey moves out okay ultimately it well it's the front half of the whole obviously the one where eddie won't go that's you know the ending yeah. of that story the front half of that being joey just got days of our lives mm-hmm. his career is going amazingly well he's never lived on his own before and ultimately decides it's time i should try yeah and he ends up moving out but yet you have like this whole big emotional i mean there's even a they miss big- each other well, yeah, and there's even like this Barry Manilow song moment in the middle of, I think it was Barry Manilow. No, it's Oh, Eric Carmen. Yeah, okay, either way. <laughs> but still, I mean, you have the emotional yeah. goodbye. I mean, you have, you know, playing for the foosball table. And then Joey comes back in and hugs him. And from yeah, behind that's off, good joey goes out the door the door shuts and then all of a sudden the door swings open and joey storms in and hugs chandler from behind again as the episode mm-hmm. but then yeah you have the whole they miss each other the all by myself mm-hmm. and then you know it progresses over a few episodes only to find out joey's not making it on his own because ultimately his ignorant ass freaking let fame get to his head and say things that he probably shouldn't have said and <laughs> writes his own lines let's see him write this <laughs> yeah so they end up getting the shaft yeah they literally shaft all right and I fall down an elevator shaft <laughs> so yeah it's to the point that even like ross comes over to the apartment and joey's struggling and trying to figure out how he's going to make bills and Ross offers to buy him one thing that he's behind on his payment. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Ultimately, it ends up being that fucking dog. Dog. That everybody hates for the rest of the damn series. <laughs> Pat the dog. Even the point that Monica's all like, if that falls off the moving truck, I will I not be upset. It wouldn't be the worst thing. <laughs> what the hell is that dog doing here? <laughs> But then, yeah, you get to the whole, obviously, at this point, Eddie's moved in with Chandler. Eddie is psychotic, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Chandler can't get him to go. And then all of a sudden, he locks him out, opens the door. I don't know who you are. I've already got a room. And the chair spins around. Hello. He's lived here for years. (laughs) So, yeah, that was. Well, now I'm worried because. I don't know which one of my two left is going to be your number one, but one of them better be your number one. Cause I'm so going to be the freaking one that you don't think it's going to be. All right. Well, what's your number two? My number two is um, from the episode, the one where Ross and Rachel, you know, and it's when they get the Barca loungers. Um, My honorable mention. One of my Ooh. own. Okay, we, well then, we maybe one. maybe our number one will still be the same then. Um, but oh, yeah, when they first sweet. sit in the Barca loungers and they lean back and like, oh, 
oh like it's just amazing and then it's literally like freaking vinegar strokes three times over yes <laughs> oh, the whole episode oh, is so good oh. <laughs> like told you we wouldn't have to get up <laughs> right so yeah there's even a freaking thing about the buildings on fire and i think with joey reaches over and feels the floor and he's like nope not, not even hot yet we still got time <coughs> i love what phoebe's like we need to get you lazy boys out of these chairs and she's like oh xanadu she's one <laughs> of us now <laughs> but yeah no that the barca loungers was the other thing that i was referring to with right i know the pieces the of furniture relationship revolves around three pieces of furniture yeah the football table rosita and the yep. under okay what's your number one if it's not the same as mine i'm going to be very concerned the one what, what episode's it from i'm going to give you the title right now okay would you like me to give you the season and the episode number two no just give me the episode name the one where we don't have it the same Mm -mm. go ahead now i'm gonna make sure i actually have the fucking name of the damn mine's the one with with the mine comes from season three episode two and it is the one where nobody's ready. Okay. That is my number one honorable mention. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> but literally that, with the exception of nobody being ready, that whole episode is about the conflict between Joey and Chandler. Over and at Couch Cushion. The pre-credit, the pre-credit scene is Joey getting up, walking into the kitchen to get something <laughs> to drink. He opens the refrigerator, takes out a glass, takes a drink. He's like, I drink fat. fat. I just drank fat. And Chandler's like, yeah, I did that five minutes ago. <laughs> <coughs> and then you have the conflict back and forth over Chandler gets up and goes to the bathroom. Joey takes his chair. And mm-hmm. Chandler comes back and he's all like, get out of my chair. And he's all like, you got up. And he's like, I got up to go to the bathroom. And he's all like, mm, yeah, when you got up to go to the bathroom, you vacated the seat. He was and like, I was sitting there last. Well, actually, the last place you were sitting wasn't there. <laughs> there's all kinds of freaking one-liners between the two throughout that entire episode mm-hmm. where even Ross chimes in with the Okay, well, why don't you go get dressed? And when you come back, then Joey will have to go get dressed and mm-hmm. therefore vacate the chair. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> but when I come back, I chair city, and I'll be the guy. The one sitting in the chair. chair. <laughs> <laughs> he and takes he, the cushions with him. <laughs> well, you mean, when he comes back, like Joey's out of the chair and they're both looking at each other and like, oh, fuck. And they mm-hmm. both literally scramble across the apartment to try and get there first. Joey beats him and Ross ends up, okay, well, now you need to go get dressed now. So mm-hmm. Joey, okay, 
So he gets up and literally takes the cushions off the freaking chair and walks out. That's right. I'm taking the essence. <laughs> and yeah, it's a good one. And then, yeah, yeah, comes back in all of Chandler's clothes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he comes back and he's all like, you hit all my underwear. And he's like, you took the couch cushions. He's like, well, you took my underwear. I'm going to do the exact opposite. <laughs> what all, are you going to do? Show, show me my show clothes? Me my clothes? And he's like, hey, opposite <laughs> is opposite. And he comes uh, back, literally has on, obviously not every yeah. piece of clothing because you're not going to get it all on. But a lot of it. Got a lot of freaking clothes on. And he's like, oh my God, how is that the opposite of hiding somebody's underwear? He's <laughs> <coughs> like, I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? Maybe if I wasn't going commando. Well, yeah, he's like, it's kind of hot in here. Maybe if I wasn't going commando, <laughs> you know, maybe I should do some lunges. And he starts doing, you know, lunges yes. wearing clothes. And it just, it's the immature little things in life that make Joey and Chandler's relationship what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can obviously tell from stuff like that just how amazing friends that they are. Yes. Which is why I had to put it at number one. And I had a hard, I really, the only reason I left it out is because I went with more touchy feely stuff, I guess. But yeah, that's a really, really good one. And obviously my honorable mention, number one, honorable mention. Um, So what would be your number one then? All right. Well, my number one is from the one with the prom video. And it is uh, when Joey and Chandler are bracelet buddies. (laughs) He gets in the bracelet and then he loses it and he's making fun of him. And then they both have one. He's like, is this friendship? I think so. Hey, we're bracelet buddies. That's what they'll call us. (laughs) Yeah, because then that's the first time you ever get a hint of trouble in paradise between the two because like Chandler literally can't stand wearing the fucking bracelet mm-hmm. and and he's venting to rachel it's like mm, i'm wearing something a from the reject mr. from mr t collection yeah he's like I'm yeah just, uh, pity the fool who went and joey is and walking joey walks in right behind me he's like it's like why do you have two and well, this one's for you. He curses at me in Italian, but I know the only reason he knows those words is because it's the curse words. Yeah. Well, it's like, hey, we're bracelet buddies. That's what they'll call us. <laughs> but I just love the, is this friendship? I think so. <laughs> just so cute. Um, so, yeah. Again, more of a sweet moment. That's why I picked that one. But also, it had its, you know, it had its uh, conflict with the Chandler making fun of him. But it was still, you know, yeah. okay. you, you have no idea what this is going to do for your sex life. Well, I'll probably slow it down at first. But once I get used to the extra weight, I'll be okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, Good yeah. list. Yeah. I always love the fact that when we come up with lists that literally don't match at all just because and i had a feeling in my gut too that this is one of those things where there's so many mm-hmm. moments between the two i'm like 
okay, I felt like more than likely, safely, the one where nobody was ready was probably going to be there. Yeah. Honorable mention. And it was, so I'm not overly upset about that. But yeah. I, the one where Eddie won't go and mm-hmm. one where Joey moves out, I almost have to consider that a match. Yeah, because they're basically the same storyline. Yeah, you got the ending of the story, I got mm. the story so you put the stories together you have one and i definitely had all of yours with the exception of the kathy one all of yours were on my long list yeah so i had bracelet buddies on my honorable mention Mm -hmm. as well as the barca loungers which you had Mm -hmm. um the one where um, Joey and Chandler get robbed. Yeah, see, that one was another one where I was like, it's too much conflict. Like, it was a funny episode, but like, you know. I was, I wanted <laughs> more. I do if I see that guy again? Bend over? <laughs> yeah. I had some kind of emotional type stuff early on with like the Joey moves out and then the love triangle. So I kind of wanted to get one more funny in there which was why the robbed but mm-hmm. there's definitely some funny moments especially from that exchange when Chandler comes home mm-hmm. and they have nothing left in the apartment but I was trying to make a sale the, yeah, yeah and, oh man he kept the freaking promised he wouldn't take the chairs you yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do if I see that guy again that's one of my favorite quotes um so i had um from one one more what i had one more oh sorry joey and chandler create fireball fireball yes (laughs) because joey's trying to make shit happen in his career ross is Mm. encouraging him to blah 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 chandler keeps distracting him and ultimately they end up creating the ultimate game of risk yeah ultimate fireball (coughs) so um i had the one with the chick and the duck where they get the chick and they're arguing like a married couple with a baby about the chick Mm. i that was one of the things that friends did in the first like two or three seasons that they kind of quit doing was having people fight in a way like when they're fighting about the eggs or like when they're fighting about the chick and the duck. And it's like, it's a, it sounds like they're a married couple fighting about a baby, but really they're just two friends fighting about a chicken and duck. Like friends did that kind of thing a lot. And then they kind of like went away from it. And I really liked those. Cause I thought it was like, you know, it was really clever. Uh-huh. You think I don't get up when you get up and you come in here and spend two minutes with us and you want to go out gallivating with your friends. Like it was just so funny. Yeah. Um, or like the one when um when uh, Monica goes shopping with Julie and then her and Rachel get into that fight about them shopping together and it's like a, a couple fighting about oh, somebody yeah, cheating. Yeah. You, like you went shopping with Julie the person who's keeping me from the love of my life. That's like cheating on Rachel in her house of worship. But well, it yeah. was just like the whole did you, you go to the- Bloomingdale's with her? And oh it's like the 
you know, yeah. taking a real thing and making it something else. And it was just like really funny. So I liked yeah. that one. Um, I also had the one with the blackout where Chandler's in the ATM vestibule and him and Joey are like talking in code. Oh, the, remember, remember. And he's like, like that thought never crossed my mind. It's like, <laughs> okay, you're talking in code. And then all of a sudden, yeah, like that thought never crossed my mind. It's like, yeah. So I, I liked that they were only back. And then yeah. my other one was the one with the free porn, which I just thought that whole episode was funny with both of them. Because well, so. that would be a typical Joey and Chandler type thing would be. Yeah. Yeah. So like, did your dad ever t- turn off free porn? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, that whole episode, I mean, is, is funny, but I just, yeah. They're both like, oh, we have free porn. <laughs> so yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. I, I'm not mad that we didn't really have any in common because we had we basically, our, basically the same stuff. Well, and we basically made sure that we got all the main Joey and Chandler moments between our two lists. Yeah, because I had, yeah. I mean, like I said, everything except for your Kathy one. Oh, I also had where um, Joey finds out he has his own room at the new house. Chandler's like, do you think we'd buy a house and not have a Joey room? Right. I thought that was sweet. <clears throat> even though you Joey, know I'm scared of little girl ghosts. <laughs> even though Joey up and moved to Los Angeles. True, true. So, yay. Love jo- oh, so the one that George said um, besides, oh, okay. So this was, I, I decided to leave it off because it was just a quick, like literally 15 second moment. Yeah. It was where um, the one with the embryos, when they win the game and they come in riding on the dog. So that was one of George's. And I was yeah, like, yeah. One of those freaking celebratory. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cute moment. Um, but yeah. But the other one that George had that he was like, I don't know if this really counts, but it was one of his favorites was when Joey finds out about Chandler and Monica. And he's like, oh. Oh, and then they chase him into the bedroom and Chandler like tackles him on the bed and whatever. And he was like, Yeah. Yeah. That, so that was Joey named or Joey. George named those two pretty immediately that he liked. Okay, George nailed some good ones as well. So so yeah, I, I love I almost put that in my top five where they come sailing in on the dog. <laughs> it was just so funny. That is definitely something. So uh, and the look at me, I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? George loves that one too. Oh, of course. That's- All right. Well, that was some good Joey and Chandler talk. So yes, I don't really know what's coming up next on the SIP list. I honestly haven't planned anything because COVID and life, but um, I'm going to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know an evening at the movies has some shit coming up. Um, we're recording this week, in fact. So so here is the foreseeable future of an evening at the movies. Hold on to your sip libs, Queenie, because hmm. here we go. Okay. You missed, I know you missed the freaking Casey planning, so. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> shit I do plan. <laughs> so, okay. Tonight and obviously it'll probably already be dropped before this airs, but Wizard of Oz, To Kill a Mockingbird will be 
available tonight, first thing tomorrow morning. But more end importantly, week, more importantly, end of the week, Thursday, we are going to be welcoming Meg and Kelly. From, well, the co-authors of the Science of series of books. There's a lot of them. I'm not going to run down the whole list because. But the newest them. one being released being the Silence of Serial Killers, which is what they're promoting, I think. So. Well, Science of Serial Killers, plus they have a new one coming out. Plus Meg's got a new book coming out as well that she's in the process of. We won't get into that. We'll save some of that for this week. But we've got the interview with them and also a discussion on Psycho, followed by Silence of the Lambs, Indiana Jones, which leads us all the way up to... The anniversary followed up with the anniversary episode of an evening at the movies where we will be going live and, and you have some surprises coming your way gene and i have cooked is. up some shit <laughs> and kevin's cooked up some shit and brandy's cooked up some shit and hey kevin got paid to cook up some shit so he's excited oh really I dropped some money on this shit. Oh, wow. I'm making it rain, yo. Technically, I dropped some money on your anniversary present as well. Obviously, we all did. (laughs) I mean, not, you know what I mean, on each other's stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, February 10th, live, an evening at the movies. Between the pod Migos, we will be figuring out the exact subject matter for the episode. I think we kind of sort of have an idea, but we'll get that finalized so that myself and my COVID buddies can start. We just fly by the seat of our pants. You guys know how we do. Well, yeah, and that's like the whole thing. I don't really want to do a formatted. I just I just want to have fun that night. Yeah. And but we are going to talk about what movies we think. think changed us or impacted us or something to that well yeah it doesn't have to be like your two favorite greatest movies of all time good because i can't do that (laughs) but just well no i don't think i could either but i just i would like each of us to be able to pick out two movies that significantly impacted our lives because i know we all three love movies Mm -hmm. so i like to pay tribute to those movies and um if we're going to do a live episode and do like the chat window, like we did with the simplest, then, you know, that would give the dozens the opportunity to chime in with their favorite episodes as well, or exactly. their, not their favorite episodes, but the movies. Yeah. As well. Cause I, I appreciate the fact that especially a large handful of people that have been here from day one have stuck mm. around for the whole year. Yay! And I want them to be able to have a voice too. Of course. But also at the same time, I also know if we did, you know, 12 guests, 15 guests on one episode. Yeah, that was a little crazy. Yeah, we'd be here for freaking five or six hours and that's an awful lot of freaking editing. But yeah, I'm really excited for, you have a few surprises, but there's one I'm really excited for. I can't wait for you to see it. I think you're going to be super happy. I'm super happy. Gene's super happy. And 
We're going to blow your mind, Casey. There was even at one point a comment that Gene had made, and I don't even remember what the hell the damn comment was. But I think I had said something about the fact that Gene showed up the day of yours and surprised the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, right. Ain't going to happen. And Gene's like, you don't know. And I'm like, Oh God! Full disclosure: I am not showing up at your house on the tenth because I'm leaving for Barbados on the eleventh. Otherwise, I might have made it happen. Not happening. Doesn't mean Gene won't, but I can't. So, you're lucky you get me on the tenth. You're so special. (laughs) Anyway. Well, I'd even thought about the fact that if we don't do live, then we could record it like Tuesday or Wednesday night, and then just no. On the tenth, but then that takes away from. No, we're we're doing this shit. We're gonna do it. Yeah, it's like you don't. It's not like you have to be at work the next morning anyway. So yeah, we're gonna live the fuck out of. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. It'll be sort of viably fuckable. Vinegar strokes all around. (laughs) Tits will be out. All well, not literally. Tits will be out. I mean, they could be, but. Probably just the one time before we get censored. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's what's yes. coming up over the next month on an evening at the movies. And we've even got some more stuff into February and March that we're looking at, mm-hmm. but I don't want to overwhelm the sippers with all that. I, stuff. So I actually have committed to a couple of things that are not sip list and or evening at the movies related that I'll throw out there real quick um, okay. because one is coming up. So I need some, I need some input. I committed to doing a a a draft or a bracket on Movie Date Night podcast, which is awesome. Check them out. Um, we're going to be doing James Bond movies, so I have a few, but I need to pick some really solid picks that will make it to like like you know how I was on Mortal Kombat. Like I'm in it to win it. So if you've got yeah, a good solid good. suggestion. You're not you winning. Can, totally devastated you too. Yeah. If if you can back it up, hit me with it because I need good arguments for the best James Bond movies. I have a a few in mind. If I depending on my draft order, but um, and then also in April I will be joining a live stream with Drunk Theory, which is April. So obviously we have some time for Rex Manning Day. So. Any uh, Empire Records fans, Rex Manning fans, you want to hop on that? There will be more to come on that, but just put Rex Manning Day on your calendar. Yay. What day is Rex Manning Day? I have no idea. Uh, It's in April. Let's just see. It's Nudie Magazine Day. It's Rex Manning Day. Um, If you haven't seen Empire Records, go watch it and don't listen to my podcast again until you do. I'm just kidding. April 8th. So always, always, always listen to the yes, session. but also listen to what I tell you to do and go watch Empire Records. You won't and be sorry. Also, always, always, always listen to an evening, an evening at the movies. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for hanging in, guys. And sorry about the COVID delay and sorry about whatever shit I've said today that didn't make any sense. I mean, right. Just chalk it up to Amanda's drunk yeah. again and the flu Rona. Yay, but we're back. 
Yes. Than ever. All right. Well, everybody have a good week. Stay tuned for Meg and Kelly on an evening at the movies coming up shortly. And Thursday night. Well, I hope to have that episode done and available by Thursday night bedtime. Yes. Depending and upon let's... how the actual interview goes, <laughs> editing I need to do, it'll be available Thursday night, Friday morning at the er- at the absolute latest. Okay. And 2022 has already been a fucking goddamn shit show, so definitely just keep sipping. Goodbye! Peace!